tell you about Tommy John. Tommy John is awesome. We freaking love Tommy John around here. Uh, this year, you get mm. gifts for Valentine's Day. Um, that's easy because Tommy John is the way place to go. You can keep things simply soft with their loungewear, pajamas, underwear, whatever you want. Uh, and your favorite person uh, that's going to get your Valentine's Day present, they should be wearing Tommy John. Uh, they're going to be much more comfortable. And it makes pretty much everything in life better. Would you agree? Tommy oh, John makes everything. It's the only thing I want to wear. Is the Tommy John. First thing I do when I get home is go to my closet and change into my Tommy John loungewear. The loungewear is awesome. First thing I do. Awesome. I love um, it. Let me tell you how to get Tommy John. Uh, when uh, it's, You got to go to uh, uh, the web address, of course, is uh, obviously uh, very important for everybody to note. Get $20 off right now your order of $100 or more right now. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Get 20 bucks off now. TommyJohn.com slash Beck. You can see the site for details. for Glenn, uh, who is out today, back tomorrow to finish off the week. We may have a new Supreme Court justice before the end of the year, maybe even by fall, because I think that the Supreme Court session ends, what, like midsummer, doesn't it? Summer sometime. So right after that, apparently, Stephen Breyer is going to uh, retire. Uh, so looks like Democrats are going to have their shot. We'll get into that and much more in 60 seconds. Ramon writes in about his wife's experience with Relief Factor. He says, I ordered Relief Factor for my wife, and all I can say is that it does really work. Her pain level has dropped off dramatically. She's not only able to get around the house easier, but her pain level is so much more manageable now. Thank you so much for this product. It is making a big difference in my wife's day-to-day ability to live a more normal life. Uh, Relief Factor works for so many people, including our own Mr. Glenn Beck. The three-week quick start developed for you is only $19.95. It's a dollar a day, just like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. You'll get the $19.95 three-week quick start developed for you. Again, it's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference Glenn is out today it is Pat and Stu for Glenn triple eight seven two seven B E C K. so the big announcement yesterday was that uh, Stephen Breyer is going to step down as Supreme Court Justice which means there would be an opening at the end of the session and I th- think the session ends you know after they make all their pronouncements in uh, in the summer so uh 
Could it be Kamala Harris? <laughs> no. Some are speculating it might be. That would get her out of the way, at least, of the administration. And they could uh, try to find somebody who might help the administration and the administration's likability. And she's not, she's not helping. And I think they know that, but I don't know that she goes to the Supreme Court. Yeah, I would say that one does not. This does not seem likely to me. Didn't he say, though, uh, he will appoint a woman and, in, and in fact, a black woman to yes. the Supreme Court? And that's how we know right away mm-hmm. that no one can make the argument that the best candidate mm-hmm. will get this job because he's eliminated yeah. almost every person in the country. Yes. I mean, if you look That's right. again, the a black woman may mm-hmm. very well be the most qualified person for the job, but there's mm-hmm. no way to argue that you went through a process where you could determine that. And that's the problem here. And like, think about how stunning that is. You're talking about the most important judgeships in this nation's history and you just said I'm get, I'm just going for essentially aesthetics. Yes, I'm going to I'm going to base this decision on skin color and on the gender. way they look. Yep, yep. Gender and skin color are going to be my two first decisions. It's crazy on the Supreme Court justice, not who uh, the person is, not what their legal background is, just the fact that they are black and a woman. I mean, it is that's so crazy. It's crazy. offensive and so anti-American. Mm-hmm. Full full stop. You don't. It would have. It would be anti-American to say I am going to put, select the best white male to be on the Supreme Court. That would be anti-American. Yeah, it would be anti-American. I mean, yeah. think about what it is, what it means to an Asian American right now. No chance. You're eliminated. You're right. If you're a Hispanic American, no chance. You're eliminated. If you're a black man, no chance. You're eliminated. What if you are one of the other 927 genders and are also black? <laughs> what if you happen to be a white person? A white male that identifies as a black woman. Mm-hmm. You're, you're. T- well, I guess that one could maybe slide through. But if you're, if you're um, non-binary, you have no chance. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. How many hermaphrodites currently serve on, or have ever served on the U.S. Supreme Court? Just the one. Just, just the one. Mm-hmm. And that was. No, I just want people to guess at who it is. <laughs> <laughs> as of right now, I think the uh-huh. number is zero. I think the number is zero. So think about this, Pat. African Americans make up. 12% of the population. Mm-hmm. You've eliminated 88% of the population with decision one. Then approximately half of African Americans are men. Mm-hmm. So now you're down to 6% of the population. Of course, in that 6% of the population, approximately one third is too young and approximately one third is too old. So now you're down to 2% of the population. And honestly, like that's just a wide range, but you've eliminated 98% of the available candidates for this job. Well, and then how many of those how many of that 2% have been to law school? Right. How many of them are judges? And they don't have to be, but I think, you know, the precedent is that that's who we appoint. And you're supposed to, to be Supreme trained Court. in the law, I guess, yes, is the standard. Yeah. Um so but that that could mean a lot of different things. But the bottom mm-hmm. line is even if you just take out obviously in every population all those things apply, right? A lot of, you know, white males have not gone to law school too. Yeah. But if you look yeah. at the population Overall, you're eliminating at least 98% of the legal, legally available options to you, which means that even mm-hmm. if, and it may very well be true, whoever they name is the best liberal uh, justice to go to the Supreme Court, the most qualified, they can't possibly claim it because everyone else was already eliminated when they had, n- without any standard, mm-hmm. other than this color of their skin and what they have underneath their robe. 
it's a comp- it's a we used to have this thing pat and and i some may argue this isn't better but i will argue that it is the old way we did these things was behind closed doors someone like joe biden will say i want a black woman for this role and then we would fake it mm-hmm. and we would act as if we considered everyone mm-hmm. and at the end of the day the most qualified person was a was a black woman okay now again may very well be the case i'm not saying it couldn't be but a person in politics would make a political decision based on some dumb immutable characteristic and we would all they would bring in just like the nfl does right now right the nfl like if you want to pick a a a coach you have to you have to interview african-american candidates right now even if you know exactly who you want to hire you come in and you still have to hire african-american candidates i think that's again a bad idea because it's based you're making decisions based on skin color here with the supreme court a politician may very well say i would like to attract black voters and we know this from all of the post-election writing that james clyburn went to joe biden this is a true story went to joe biden and said if you want my endorsement which we all know is the reason he's president of the united states james clyburn getting him over the hump in south carolina because he had been beaten badly in the first two states and he was almost written off almost written off uh if you want my endorsement you will put a black woman on the supreme court Mm -hmm. and there is there are multiple reports that in the middle of a debate in a commercial break james clyburn went to joe biden and said you need to announce this on stage and joe biden did (laughs) that is how pathetic this is it is completely politics now and he's apparently locked in from that time till the actual nomination yeah so okay so clyburn puts political pressure on him to name a black woman he says he will he comes out he announces uh that that intention and the old way would be you know this would happen behind closed doors Mm -hmm. right he would not say it on stage he would come out and he would go through a bunch of candidates he'd bring in some white candidates he knew he wasn't going to hire he'd bring in a hispanic candidate that he knew he wasn't going to hire and then he would pick the black woman and say she was the most qualified and like we all know stuff like that happens but at least there is a possibility of a claim that she was the most qualified. You can't claim it with this process because you've eliminated mm-hmm. all of the other candidates. I mean, it's completely crazy. If you started out at the beginning by saying, I want the most qualified candidate and, and we already know that's a black woman, that would be different. Right, yeah, like because then you've you've at least considered everybody. But what you found out was the yeah. best candidate is a black woman, and that's why I'm going to nominate a black woman. Sure, they, like that, that would be a process, right? Yeah. If you named a specific person and said, like, I've really th- put a lot of yes. thought into this, and this particular black woman has, is the best, most qualified candidate, that's who I'm going to put on the, the the list of the Supreme and Court. And then at least it dissuades some of the some of the concern we have yeah. about just basing some something like this this important on the race of the person and the gender of the person right you shouldn't make decisions based on the color of somebody's skin or their gender that used to be the thing and it's the and opposite I don't even, now frankly I don't, I don't even know why we celebrate mlk junior day anymore because they've gone the opposite of everything he said every principle he laid down they are the exact opposite of it it's become a conservative holiday 
It's like it's uh, yeah, like July Fourth. Really it's like July Fourth. There's only yes. one side of the of the aisle that actually supports <laughs> it or that that celebrates the history of this country. Yeah, and MLK Day is becoming the same. I I'm telling you, like they we are not that far away from people on the left tearing down statues of Martin Luther King. We are not that far away from it. They've already done yeah. it with Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. How far could we possibly be? Not far at all. They've done it with Ben Franklin. In fact, wasn't one of the MLK Jr. uh, statues defaced? I wouldn't be surprised. Probably. Uh, I don't think it was on MLK Day, but it was a few months ago. They they actually spray painted and defaced it. And you will see, uh, they might not know it, but the same groups that marched in Charlottesville will be doing the same stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that that the left wants to do. And look at the policies. They're not that different. You'll note the alt-right is pro-abortion. The alt-right is pro-universal health care, among other policies that are very similar. Because, of course, they are, right? Mm-hmm. We, you know, we don't need to go back into European history to find out what these groups tend to believe. They tend to be socialists. And, by the way, mm-hmm. when you look at the policies of people like Richard Spencer, you find all sorts of overlap, not with our philosophy of limited government you can't have limited government if you want to enforce racial quotas and and all sorts of terrible racial identitarian policies you need a big government to do that you know it's not said enough by us on the right that uh the alt-right that we're that's continually thrown in the face of conservatives in this country yeah and trump supporters in this country it, they are the antithesis of virtually everything we believe yeah, like the, they they're big government people. I mean, totally. Robert Sp- is Spencer is it Richard Robert Spencer, Richard yeah. Richard Spencer. Yep. Uh, it blew me away when he was talking about his uh, political ideology. It's nothing like what we believe in. Right. I mean the the way the way alt right has been explained <clears throat> is an alternative version of the right. That's in reality, what it, is. what it is is the alternative to the right. Yes, it is not. It's right. not part of the right. It doesn't make any sense that it would be part of the right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, these mm-hmm. political lines are, aren't always drawn on policy. I know, and that's part of the, that's part of the reason why that sort of thing happens. But still, it is a a, 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 a way to vilify your average person who just wants lower taxes. I mean, that's what this comes down to. Uh, but with the Supreme Court. It's just an embarrassing, you know, everything Joe Biden does is a giant embarrassment. It's hard to not be embarrassed by this person. He's just yeah. terrible at all of these things. And again, like, I don't, it's not any He's better. dangerously to, terrible, yeah, too. Yeah, he is. Well, we may be launching us into multiple wars, yeah. so uh, that's even worse. But we all understand these things happen behind the scenes. They shouldn't happen, though. And to when he's doing it overtly like this, it is acknowledging it's codifying this terrible uh, identity politics standard where we just pick people based on the color of their skin. I mean, you could have done what Trump did, right? Release a list of 20 Supreme Court Mm. justices. Right. On there are several people of color. Probably you know who you're picking before you walk in day one, but at least Mm -hmm. it gives the, uh, the, the appearance to the public that it's not okay to pick on color of skin. Right. At the very least, you're sending the message that you that you don't want to do that, mm. even if you do. And Biden was like, I'm so desperate, I'm just going to say it. I mean, he was so desperate at that point in the campaign, he just blurted it out. We forget sometimes that he lost Iowa and New Hampshire yeah. badly. And Nevada. And Nevada. Yeah, yeah so there were three losses yeah. piling up. And he was 
being written off. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the South Carolina comeback brought right. him right back into it. I had people coming on Stu Does America telling me, they're, you know, Bernie Sanders said won the nomination. It was over. Oh, wow. And it wow. wasn't over. No. Uh, things turned around quite quickly. I mean, uh, and, you know, honestly, you'd say normally, thank God it wasn't Bernie Sanders. But what but would you notice? Really, would yeah. you notice a difference here? No. If the only thing I think would be different is I don't think Bernie Sanders would say, I'm definitely picking a black woman to be the Supreme Court justice. <laughs> <laughs> the spending yeah. levels would be similar. Yeah. And the loss of freedom would be similar. Yeah. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. More in 60 seconds. It is incredibly important that we never forget what happened on September 11th, 2001. Of course, we know the terrorist attacks went on and so many people suffered. Families from all around the country were shaken to their core and changed forever. Ever since then, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping those people. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden. These people are awesome. They do such awesome work. Um, from catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, helping them live more independent lives. And now through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. In a world filled with darkness, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is bringing light. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, need your help. You can help these heroes and their families today. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. You can donate $11 a month to T2T.org. That's the website. T, the number 2, T.org. It's T2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Stu, who do you, uh, do you have any idea? You have any? Have they thrown? I haven't seen any any names except Kamala Harris is thrown out there. Yeah, should we, uh, any idea who they might be? Should we play their response to the Kamala Harris thing? Yeah, Saki had a Let's thing. Do that. This is a uh, clip three. Jen Saki addressing questions about Kamala Harris going to the Supreme Court. Hypothetically, theoretically, uh, would someone who was an attorney general of a large state and who served with many key Senate votes? be an attractive candidate to the president for an open Supreme Court seat. I see what you did there, Peter. But uh, the president has every intention, uh, as he said before, of running for re-election and for running ah. for re-election with uh, <laughs> Vice President Harris on the ticket as his partner. What baloney. What a lie. I mean, he might have every intention of running, but we know he's not going to. You, you don't think he is? I'm not as so. sold on that yet. I mean, I can't. I think he wants it too much. Just, he loves he's, power. He's disintegrating too he quickly. Is. He is. No, you're right. And and here, what I keep thinking of when I think about Joe Biden's decision-making process here is, first of all, there's a bunch of squirrels running through the scene. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's eating some chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then every once in a while, some bright lights go off and he's, he's looking in a different direction. <laughs> um, but when you think about Biden thinking about this, his entire life has built to this moment. He ran yeah. in 1972 for the Senate when he was like just old enough to qualify, legitimately just old enough to qualify. Then mm-hmm. almost on his first opportunity, he ran for the presidency and, and floundered. He ran again and again. He's ran three times for president, finally wins the thing, and he gets into office and every dream he's had over the past year has, de- has destroyed itself. I mean, he has been a complete catastrophe since day one walking into that building and even democrats many of them know it 
and recognize oh, yeah. it. They and know it. admit it. Why do you think Breyer's stepping down? It's not because they think they're winning the Senate in 2022. I'll That's tell you that. for sure. It's, the reason this is happening right now is because they know or are very con- convinced they're going to lose. So all this is hmm. going on, and he, I think, wants to save this any way he can. I think this has been his whole life's dream. And the fact that it's falling apart in front of everyone's eyes, it could be, he could be the type that just gives up and says, wow, I was a terrible president. But man, what, what, what have we seen in, in his past that would make him have an honest look at his own, uh, his own actions? I mean, I've never seen him ever take responsibility for anything he's done. Oh, he hasn't. Not that I've seen. He's been in public office right. for 50 years. Yeah. And we've seen no indication that he ever will acknowledge he's done anything wrong. Yeah. I mean, uh, so true. what do we do with that information? I think he wants this. And it's going to be tough. Even with, I do think he wants it. Yeah. It's just that the powers that be in the Democrat Party, the people behind the scenes, I think they understand they've got a real problem here because, because of the disintegration of his mind. He seriously has dementia or some yeah. form of cognitive decline and everybody knows it they it's not a surprise to uh anybody on either side of the aisle so they i think there's a certain percentage of people in the democrat party that work behind the scenes that understand oh yeah they've got to do something i think by they, 2024 there's tons of people but he's got to be convinced the, and i think only if he if he were you could see a situation where his approval rating gets to you know 22 percent and, and he's headed he that realizes, direction. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's already, so, he, we've already seen polls at 33. Yeah. Uh, we just saw another one the other day in the 30s. 39 was the lowest the Harris poll had gone so far. You could see a situation where it gets to the low 20s, and they come to him and say, look, it's time for you to say there's a health problem and step down. The problem, of course, with that is Kamala Harris is terrible. Yes. Uh, so, yes. Uh, uh, you know, what are you going to do? They have nowhere to go here. And it's not good for us either, because Kamala Harris would be terrible for us. So, yep, it's hard to know it is to what's going to happen here. I think he he keeps going as long as he can. <laughs> it's going to be, be tough to unsee. Yeah. I mean, it's very difficult to knock off a sitting president in a primary and when you try it, usually the party loses. I mean, look at, you know, Ted Kennedy, you know, uh, Pat Buchanan, there's multiple right. examples of this where when in you have a feisty parties. battle, usually that sitting president loses the next time. The Glenn Beck Program. When the founders put the country together, they understood that centralized government was just about the most dangerous thing in the world. Uh, They introduced heavy checks and balances for precisely this reason. But if wonderful uh, people over in Davos have their way about it, centralized government like nothing we've ever seen before will wipe out our freedom. So we need to get ahead of this. And if you have kids, you need to get them the Tuttle Twins books. My kids love these books. Uh, We were just reading the one about Bastiat. (laughs) It's amazing. There's one called The Law, and it goes through all of this, and and it makes these types of topics, the very famous essay, I Pencil, um, which talks about capitalism, basically, and how all this stuff comes together. How do you get a basic pencil? It's not easy. All these people have to be working together without even knowing each other. It's an incredible story, and it's a very famous economic essay. Get that in the form of a book that your kids will want to read. Uh, it's amazing. Tuttle Twins are having a great sale right now. 35% discount off their books. Plus, they're giving away activity workbooks at no additional cost. It's a big discount off the normal price. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You can get the discount there. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids sane in a crazy socialist world. TuttleTwinsBeck.com.
kindergartenbook.com. And you can buy Glenn's new book, The Great Reset, right now on Kindle at glennsnewbook.com. So Glenn's out today. I am Patrick of Helena, son of Joseph. And my friend here, who's always here, uh, is Stu of Nobody Knows. I was born in Terrytown, New York. Sketchy son heritage. Of mm-hmm. really? Oh, okay. You do know the your father's name. Yes. yes, yes I okay. was very aware of it. It's the same name I actually have, though people oh, that continue is true. to call me Stu for, right. for God knows what reason. Yeah. And we do know the reason. We just don't want to explain it for the 4,000th time. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We're gonna, we're gonna, we'll leave that for a tease for later on in the program. All right. So it's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. He's back tomorrow. Uh, and in the meantime, we have a Supreme Court issue. Now, this isn't going to affect us yet, but in about six months when the Supreme Court session is over, then apparently Stephen Breyer is going to step down as Supreme Court justice. Now, that wasn't supposed to get out, I guess. I don't, I don't know how it yeah, was he's, leaked. He's, he's not actually, happy about it. Yeah, he's pretty pissed off about it yeah. because... He wanted to, he didn't want to be a, a lame duck, yeah. you know, where everyone's just talking about him leaving. And it, apparently there's a leaking problem going on at the Supreme Court, considering they had, someone else had leaked that the whole fake mask controversy, there's somebody telling reporters all sorts of nonsense. And that wasn't true, though. That so was not true. Yeah. Wouldn't it be interesting if Breyer came out today and said, no, I'm not no, going anywhere. Not what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of hope that's how this plays out. Uh, but uh, Although I don't at least, it. at least right now, you know, with Biden in office and Stephen Breyer being the one to retire, you at least have a progressive being swapped with a progressive. They're not, right. they're not changing out a conservative on the court. It would remain a, I mean, a 6-3 court is what people call it. John yeah. Roberts is oh. not. Actually, it's really a three-three-two court. Um, sure is right. Three, yes. no, three, no, three-three. Three, three. Well, no, three-three. The fourth, the four-three-two <laughs> is what I want to say. Four, so three, four two. conservatives, three liberals, and two in the middle. Yeah, that's really where we are right now. I mean, I, I hope that's not true with Kavanaugh, but I'm I'm more and more nervous by the day on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Kavanaugh and Roberts are kind of in the middle. Yeah. Remember, this was a person handpicked by Anthony Kennedy. Um. So mm. this is not. Uh, you know, the, this is not who, you know, maybe even Trump would have picked in that situation. But Kennedy wasn't going to step down. And at least the reporting is that he wasn't going to step down unless he got Kavanaugh as the pick. So and then Kavanaugh, look, is, has 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 a very has a conservative, a generally speaking, conservative resume. It wasn't the worst pick in the world, but I'm nervous about Kavanaugh mm-hmm. for sure. And we've seen some bad things recently on, on that particular front. The replacement Really, what you have right now is one of those years where it's like Michael Jordan is averaging 34 points a game and won the championship. And and then you go on a sports talk show and they're like, hey, who's the MVP going to be? We're going to run down the candidates. You got Michael (laughs) Jordan. He'd be leading the pack. And then, you know, Dominique Wilkins had a good year. You know, it's like that type of thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So right now it's uh, Kentanji Brown Jackson is the overwhelming buzz to be the nominee she right now she's in the u.s court of appeals yes and she was just approved uh, by the senate she actually got a few republicans to vote for her that will of course be brought up uh, it's the type of pick. she had she had bipartisan support yeah i think she got 53 votes i mean let's yeah, not overstate but, that. but they will over they will and su- someone like susan collins will again vote i think for her uh, in a situation Mitt uh, Romney Mitt probably. Romney maybe uh you know Lindsey Graham is famously uh, mm-hmm. votes for all the judges 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot that could go on here. There's a bunch of other people, but I, I honestly there at this people point we probably haven't heard of. Yeah, I don't um, think there's a huge reason to go through all the whole list. Yeah, you but won't it does, know who they are anyway. Katanji Brown Jackson is the name you're going to hear a lot over the next couple. Like of weeks. I've never heard of Leandra Kruger, California Supreme Court Justice. She's probably the second one that's being second yep. most talked about. And then there's only one other person I've even heard a name thrown out other than Kamala Harris, of course. Um, but it's, uh, again, somebody, I don't know, a federal judge, uh, J. Michelle Childs right. is the other one. Yep. So who knows? I've heard uh, like you story. said in the beginning, they narrowed the field down to such an extent that there are literally, literally three people to choose from. Out of a country of 330 million. <laughs> it's so silly. It's amazing. It's, it's really, it's honestly embarrassing. I mean, we've gone the wrong direction here, guys. When when you're saying I'm going to pick somebody based on the color yeah. of their skin and you're their doing genitals, it wrong. you're doing it wrong. You're doing life wrong at that point. You got to be able to, this is supposed to be merit-based. The return of the meritocracy should be our mm. goal here. And, and mm-hmm. it, it seems to be the opposite. Destroy the meritocracy. But there's two important things I think that come out of this, Pat, um, when it comes to Republicans. One, I think the audience will like. One, they will not. At least that's my suspicion. One is Stephen Breyer stepping down yesterday is an outward admission that the Democrats believe they're going to lose the Senate. Mm. That is Mm -hmm. the Democrats telling you they know they are toast. When it comes to the 2022 elections, yeah. they know this is going to go poorly. We have to get Breyer out of there right now because if we hold it and we get to 2023 and Stephen Breyer, God forbid, pa- passes away or has a health problem or decides to step down, then you're in a situation where you need to replace him with Mitch McConnell running the show. And they don't like when Mitch McConnell runs the show. And I know a lot of people don't like Mitch McConnell on the conservative side because he's annoying at times. And that's true. But for all the credit that Donald Trump gets and deserves for the Supreme Court, you Mm. have to also give a lot of credit to Mitch McConnell, who held the line for the entire last year of the Obama administration and did not even give him a vote on Merrick Garland. That was not Donald Trump. He was not in office yet. That was Mitch McConnell. And that was awesome. (laughs) I mean, I would have validated the entire political life of Mitch McConnell (laughs) because He is yeah. pretty worthless, frankly, but that was... That turned into Neil Gorsuch. It was courageous and surprising. It was surprising. I mean, I think I would have preferred them to just give a hearing to Neil Gorsuch, or to uh, Merrick Garland, and, and then down. just vote him down. Yeah. But they shouldn't have given in just because, well, that guy happens to be president. You should vote for who you believe. Make the actual decision. Is this person mm-hmm. honoring the Constitution or not? A lot of times that will break down on party lines, but it doesn't have to. Your bottom bottom line is you need to make the decision for yourself whether you believe this person can do the job. And as we're seeing with Merrick Garland in another role, it's quite clear he was not the guy. Yeah. (laughs) So Trump uh, winds up putting three Supreme Court justices in. But this is a a situation where they saw what happened with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She passes away. They get Amy Coney Barrett out of it. Notorious ACB. And uh, that is... Whose shirt you're actually wearing today. I am wearing the Notorious ACB shirt today. If I wanted to today. have a Notorious ACB t-shirt, yeah. <laughs> where would I be able to find one? You would get one at stewdoesmerch.com. Okay. That's where you'd get that. Right. Uh, but, you know, that's a big change from Ruth Bader Ginsburg to the big. Notorious ACB. Well, it's the exact opposite politically. Exact opposite. So they don't want that to happen again. 
they know that there is a great chance they're going to lose this election. And that's why Breyer steps down. Because they mm-hmm. know they're, they're toast. They, they are just as aware as all of us are as, as to how bad Joe Biden is. They know mm-hmm. it just like we know it. And that's not always the case. They didn't know it with Barack Obama. They thought Barack Obama was a good president. You know, they thought he was doing a good job. They know Joe Biden sucks. They know it. For it's sure. Not just us. Yeah. The other part of this, which I think is interesting, and the 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 typical conservative voter is not going to like, but and I am this is a bit of speculation on my part, but Pat, but I would like to hear your your read on this. My belief is you're not going to get a huge fight from Republicans on this nominee. And I think, the, you know, look, talk radio listeners going to want, want a tough fight. They're going to want to mm-hmm. e- every single quill to be fired here. Um, and I think the answer to that is you're not going to you're not going to get what you want. I think the Republicans are going to look at this and say, number one, it is um, it's a, the first black woman. And they're not going to want to be seen as going crazy on, against her. Because that would be racist. That's a bad motivation, by the way. And I do not yeah. support that motivation. You should go after her because of her merits, not because of her skin color, just like we just discussed. But I do think that will factor into a lot of Republicans' thought process. Number two, they know they can't do anything about it. Yeah, they can't win this fight. They can't win this fight. No Joe what. Manchin is not going to... Unless you find... I, I think the only way you stop a Katanji Brown-Jackson from being uh, confirmed by 50 Democrats is you catch her as an active active not former but active serial killer if you were to find her in the middle of a murder and then you found out it wasn't just one murder i don't think one murder does it i think you have to find out she's murdered say 20 30 people maybe some of them children and you catch her on video for not just one but multiple of those murders right then at that point you might get joe manchin to consider voting against her here's the other thing that would doom her nomination if 10 years ago she tweeted that uh, <laughs> yeah. that she believes that women are women and men are men. Okay, well, that's obvious. Okay, that's obviously, way over the line. Yeah, obviously uh, she's done. Then point. you're losing the that. far left. Uh, <laughs> Joe Manchin might vote for her in that case. Um, so there's no chance the Democrats are going to turn this down. Republicans are going to look at that and, and calculate, hey, uh, we don't want to. We don't want to go crazy on this because we can't do anything to stop it, and and right. that leads to the third and main reason why this is going to happen. Okay, they don't want to do to themselves what the Democrats did to themselves with Kavanaugh. They want this to be more Gorsuch than Kavanaugh. Mm. You will hear Ted Cruz pick apart her uh, resume and say some critical things about her. You will hear Mike Lee with an uh, an authentic and uh, perfectly reasonable constitutional takedown of her positions on the law mm-hmm. you will see people go through her her former uh, writings and and highlight things that are truly offensive to us you'll get the pushback there will be, it's not like they're, they're just going to let her go in but the bottom line is they are going to see this as we are in a situation as the democrats noted by having Breyer step down in the first place where we are in m- m- a perfect position to take not just the house but the senate and we can block further nominees if we go too hard on this if we let's say accuse her falsely of rape Mm. Mm -hmm. that could backfire on us and turn this whole situation around yeah and so i don't think you're gonna get the sort of fire you want as a as a a person who is on conservative twitter and is on listening to talk radio i think you're gonna get disappointed by this one 
You're going to get some pushback, but I will not be surprised. It's not going to be passionate. No. It's their their heart's not going to be in it. And I think you're going to get you're going to get Republican votes for her. I think you're going to get, you know, if it's 53 is I think our starting point and it could be 55, it could be more than 53. I think this might be this the type of thing where they unless something really crazy comes out from her history, this is the type of thing where they're going to want to say, look, we worked with them. We approved their nominee. You'll yeah, get Susan Collins. I think so too. You'll get um, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. You'll get Lindsey Graham. Maybe you'll, even Rand Paul because he thinks that's the president's right. He does that a lot too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you agree with that? Unless, yes. Okay. I agree wholeheartedly with all of that. It's, unless he goes somebody, he goes with somebody that we don't know about, somebody who we haven't read about yet. Yeah. And it's some extreme left wing you know, communist. Like some of the other nominees he's put out there. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's he's nominated some real left-wing people like if he for put his in, administration. Let's say AOC. Oh, <laughs> He just yeah. nominates AOC. Okay, right. yes, you'd have that fight. Yes. Then in you'd fact, have that one fight. you might actually... St- but Manchin hates AOC, <laughs> so it's possible you might actually block that one. By the way, that's not going to happen. But No. Uh, you know, because, I mean... As long as they stick to the... You know, the list that we keep seeing and Katanji Brown Jackson, uh, she'll probably win. And by the way, I, I, you can make the real case that these are radicals. There, there are I'm several sure, in yeah. there. I, from our taste, I, we would definitely say they should not be on the Supreme Court. That being said, the realities of the situation, mm-hmm. I think if nothing changes, are that people like Mitch McConnell are going to put up, they're going to do what you hate. They are going to say things that are critical of her and in the end probably vote against her in most cases, but mm. she's going to pass through with a few Republican votes and this is going to be more Gorsuch than it is Kavanaugh. Now, I yeah. don't ever want the Republicans to do the Kavanaugh thing. I mean, I, I use that as an example of a big fight. I don't want them to manufacture false evidence and try to destroy the life of a person who did nothing wrong. I'm not saying that, but there is that level of 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 fight that we do see from Republicans against Democratic nominees. And I don't know that you're going to see it this time. What if she once drove across country with a dog in a cage on the top of her car? Would that end her? Wait, the whole country? Yeah. She, yeah. she drove from, let's say, California to New York. Oh, wow. With a dog in a cage on top of her car. Oh. And gave someone a haircut without a license. <laughs> Okay, well then she should be in prison. <laughs> Immediately yes. in prison. Not even not even have a trial, frankly. She just goes directly to prison. I think under that's those enough. I, th- I think that's enough it's reasonable, evidence right? to yeah. support it. All right. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More patents stew for Glenn coming up. All right. Um, we've talked a lot about real estate agents I trust.com. This is a company started by our own Glenn Beck, who's not here today, but back tomorrow. And he knows. When you want to go buy real estate, you got to have the best real estate agent in your area. Particularly important right now because we've seen what has happened with the last couple of years. Trillions and trillions of dollars pumped into the economy. A lot of this money ends up in the hands of very wealthy people who bid up uh, high-priced assets. So part of this is the housing market going crazy, going through the roof right now. And when you have a housing market that is really, really, really going crazy... It's when you have to make your best decisions. You could screw up maybe in a normal market, but if you screw up in a market like this, you might pay thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars more than a house is worth. You got to have somebody who's going to talk you down off of that, 
and also knows when it's time to hold out for the best price possible if you're selling. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a place to go to find that person. You can do it now no matter where you are. The best real estate agent in your area is at realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Back Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. He'll be back again tomorrow. 888-727-BECK. Been talking about uh, the possibility of a new Supreme Court nominee because uh, the news broke yesterday. Stephen Breyer is going to be stepping down at the end of this Supreme Court session. So who to replace him with? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Will it be a big, big fight? Uh, Stu doesn't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be a really intense hearing when it happens yeah i mean they went after gorsuch yeah they didn't just let him have a free ride uh but there was not a ton of it's not going to be a bloodbath it was not what they did to kavanaugh right they did not go all out uh and manufacture fake Mm -hmm. rape allegations against gorsuch which was a nice you know what every once in a while we need to appreciate uh the left and you know sometimes they're just so bipartisan they didn't fake a rape allegation this time Wow. Really something. Uh, really nice of them to do that. You know, they're so typically faking rape allegations that you'd think, <laughs> hey, maybe this time they shouldn't ra- fake a rape allegation. And mm. that time they didn't, which wow. was a wonderful yeah, memory. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. If you're the same way I am, uh, you like a good snack throughout the day. You want something that's not going to destroy um, any plans you may have of eating healthy. Now, I don't always make good health decisions, as you can tell by looking at me, but my wife does, and she loves Built Bars. Why? Well, she likes, I will say this about my wife. She's very, if you know who she is, she's uh, I'm. Uh, she's on uh, Instagram, at Lisa Page made me do it. She is uh, in shape and healthy. And you say, well, you know, she probably just eats salads all day. And she does eat her fair share of salads. But I will say she also loves her desserts. She's a she's a dessert fiend. Like if she was if she could only eat ice cream, she'd probably do it. Sometimes she actually does eat ice cream for dinner. It does happen. I've seen it happen multiple times. So for her, taste of a sweet treat, very important. And she loves Built Bars. She keeps them chilled in the refrigerator. That's that's the only way she eats them. She likes them chilled in the refrigerator. You might like them at, uh, at room temp as well, but you're going to like them. Built.com is the place to go. Use the promo code BECK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Uh, use the promo code BECK15 for 15% off right now at Built.com. It's Built.com. Radio show in just a second. Glenn, he's gone today, but back 
tomorrow. 888-727-BECK. Our phone number. Uh, we're going to talk about my absolutely, absolute favorite story of the week involving Spotify. I This is a very Pat Gray story. I absolutely like. love this story. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that and lots more uh, coming up in just one minute. Well, you know the saying, we must hang together or we will surely hang separately. It's a concept Ben Franklin, that's my man, my favorite founder, uh, he believed in over two centuries ago, but it still stands true today. The Great Reset is no longer on the horizon. It is here, as Glenn has been talking about over the past couple of weeks with his new book and all the specials he's been doing on this. Uh, so you need to do something about this and you need to do business with people who share your values or at least don't outwardly oppose them. Patriot Mobile is a business that does support your values. This isn't about just saving money, although you can do that. It's not about just great service, although you get that. It's about drawing a line in the sand and standing on the right side of history. Um, Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget. Their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer service. And as I found out yesterday, trying to set up an appointment, um, wow, is it important when people speak the same language as you and also, you can understand the words that they say. I that is something you that like is that? Really, really when nice. You can understand them. I know it's huh. really cliched, like they were doing mm. stand-up comedy routines about this in like 1983. <laughs> but man, it's still true, and maybe it's more relevant. true today. It's yeah. I, there it's are so many times relevant. I make these calls. I can't. I know. I, I'm not. I'm not a hater. I just yeah. want to set up the appointment, and the yes. words you're saying aren't words. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I can't understand. It might be my fault. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. patriotmobile.com slash Beck is the place to go or 972-PATRIOT. You get free activation with the offer code Beck. Veterans and first responders save even more. So make the switch today. Support a company that loves America, that loves you and loves your values. Patriotmobile.com slash Beck. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call them 972-PATRIOT. It is Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. I love the fact that an ultimatum was laid down for Spotify. Uh, you got to make a choice here. You got two artists on on your site, and one of them has to go. Uh, tough call. A tough call. Um, what do you do? Well, you choose the other guy. Uh, Neil Young... <laughs> I don't know if he thinks this is 1969 still, mm. 1970. Uh, even then, I'm saying, okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Neil. Uh, Neil Young demands that they that Spotify drop Joe Rogan. First of all, you should be able to noodle this out. They just signed a $100 million deal yeah. with Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Think you're not going to win this fight. Uh, but he... He told him you can either have my music on your site or Joe Rogan. You can't have both. And they summarily they, dismissed his music. They agreed. They we can't did. have both. Yeah, right. And we will not have you. Darn it. We're going to miss. Old man, look at my life. <laughs> I'm a lot like you were. What are we going to do without that song? What are we going to do without it? Because I, 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 I have this opinion. I don't know how mainstream it is. Uh huh. But that Neil Young sucks. Yes. Oh, he's actually oh, terrible. Neil Young sucks. Am I? A, what's the What's terrible. the classic rock opinion of Neil Young? Because I know Crosby, I think a lot Stills, still, Nash. Yeah, and they Young. like him. You know, as a songwriter and 
a singer. And yeah, I, I don't know how you can like him as a singer. It's like the Bob Dylan experience to me. It's uh, bad. There's a lot of people who Singing love wise. Bob Dylan. It's yeah. not my thing. I don't get it. I don't either. The Neil Young thing falls into I that category. I really don't get Neil I've Young. had relatives who love Neil Young, live and die with the guy, even Ugh. though he's obviously, you know, no conservative. And many of these people are conservatives, but still love hmm. the guy because yeah. he was like, you know, I don't know, speaking out against the man back in the day or something. Sure was. And yeah. that big is anti war guy. Big, uh, I, you know, he was always bumping up against the government. But now, uh, I guess he's all in with the government, which is kind of interesting. You know, mm. you got this 60s protest singer, and that's really kind of what he was, what, he, what you kind of identify him with. Uh, and he was sort of counterculture, and now you're all about this administration and everything they say yeah i remember back in, in 2006 uh he with crosby stills nash and young they they sang the song let's impeach the president and they were talking about george w bush right. they were against the man fighting right. back against, fighting the man. against the man now of course the ironically named free speech tour <laughs> that he was on at the time mm-hmm. in 2006 that He's kind of given that one up. Is that ironic, isn't it? <laughs> the free speech tour now turns into get Joe Rogan off of Spotify. My God! I mean, what a pathetic group of people. You can't hear a different opinion. You can't. And you know what? Mm-hmm. There's no way Neil Young is listening to this opinion. He's not hearing Joe Rogan's opinion. That's right. He's, He's heard that Joe Rogan has said certain things. That's what he's doing. He wants people to not be able to hear those things. He doesn't want you or me or anyone in the audience to hear that Joe Rogan likes some other treatment for a virus. <laughs> like, that's how pathetic this is. And it worked for Joe Rogan, right? So how is it misinformation if he's just telling you, here's what worked for me? Oh, I mean, it's hard to tell what works and what doesn't, especially with COVID, when uh, the yeah. overwhelming majority, especially Joe Rogan, who's in a, a guy who's in pretty good shape, relatively young, you know, doing absolutely nothing probably also works for Joe Rogan, right? Um, that's not something that the left yeah, a lot of times wants maybe. you to hear. But I mean, mm-hmm. most people are okay. That's what I did. That you did, I right? I did mostly nothing. I took some vitamins and, and uh, steroids. That's and, what I took. And you felt sick for a little while and then yeah. got better. It was right? miserable it, for a couple of days, but I lived. Exactly. And Everybody the on case. the show got it. You know, Keith got it. Mm-hmm. He, he went with ivermectin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob, producer Rob got it. He went with ivermectin. His wife got it. She went up with finally in the end. First, she started with the Merck pill, which didn't do anything for her but give her bad side effects. And then mm. she started on ivermectin. That worked for her. Mm. I mean, how many times do you have to anecdotally hear about it working for people before you say, huh, maybe we don't understand everything about this? Yeah, yeah it's just, it's just the bottom line is, and I keep coming back to this with the COVID thing, and we don't need to go deep into it, but it's like we have a lot of tools now that we didn't have two years ago. Mm-hmm. This is not March 2020 anymore. People have yeah. choices. And you might say that choice is dumb. A lot of people think and that's that fine. ivermectin is a dumb choice for COVID. A lot of people think that uh, the vaccine is a dumb choice for COVID. All right. You know, we are at least, Pat, six months away from anyone being persuaded on either side. There has not mm-hmm. been a single individual mm-hmm. persuaded either way in six months. Okay, <laughs> or more, or more. I mean, I, I, when you look at the um, the vaccination data uh, from uh, in Trump counties and Biden counties, mm-hmm. it's almost identical until May. It's almost identical. 
I mean, they mm. rise at all the same paths and then they diverge and more blue counties get uh, have higher vaccination rates, though, to be clear, it's not that dramatically different. I mean, people mm. make a big deal out of these differences about the, the majority of both parties have been vaccinated at this point. You know, there is a split. So what? Let people make their own decisions. There are a lot of things out there. If they believe yep. it's ivermectin, you know what? It's not your responsibility to micromanage their health. You're not their dads. Okay, let them make their own choices. If you think, uh, as was stated in the New York Times recently, that the that COVID for a vaccinated person is less dangerous, less dangerous than the flu Mm. right now. This is not something in the future. This is right now. This is it doesn't matter if you as a conservative or you as maybe a COVID skeptic believe that statement. The, The important thing is that they believe it. They believe their sources are telling them a vaccinated person has less risk than the normal flu. That is what their science tells them. Who cares what your science tells you? Who cares what the the opinions of all these other people are? Mm -hmm. The bottom line is the only people who want restrictions are people on the left. And that's what they believe. They don't act like they believe it, man. I'll tell you that. But that is what their science tells them. So this is over. The point, the fact that Joe Rogan talks to an audience of mainly younger people who are incredibly likely to have no problems with COVID anyway Mm -hmm. and tells them to take, let's just say it was a completely BS solution to this problem. Let's say it's tree bark. He was like, you know what? You got to chew tree bark. If you go out to your yard and you start biting on the nearest tree and pull off a good chunk of bark and you chew it up into little pieces and swallow it, that'll cure COVID. Who cares? If you're going to Joe Rogan for your health advice. That's the thing. You you, he, you know he's not a doctor. Mm-hmm. He's a guy trying to figure the world out. And everybody the, who listens to him knows that. They, yeah. they know he's just a guy talking on a podcast exactly. about his opinions. And, you know, look. Well, that doesn't mean I'm going to run out and do everything <laughs> he said he did. Yes. Do you know, Joe, the first Man. one of the first interviews I heard about COVID was on Joe Rogan's show, and it was with Michael Osterholm, who is one of, was was an advisor to Joe Biden. OK, mm-hmm. and he came on and said, hey, you know, this actually could be bad. Like this is this one. This one is not like some of these other ones that have come and gone. This one we could have real problems <laughs> with. And he went through the whole situation mm-hmm. and he said in that interview, we should point out that that it's not at all obvious we should close schools. In that interview, it was in like January or February of 2020. So before any of this stuff wow. even hit it, he hit us, hit us here. Yeah. He said schools, eh, you know, that's probably not a, a wise choice. But in addition to that, Joe Rogan, during the interview, asked him, asked a, a, a virologist if one of the cures could be saunas. What if you went into mm-hmm. a sauna and okay. breathed in the really hot air? Would that kill COVID in your lungs? That was one of his questions. Huh. Now, but now that he said no, no, that's not how the body works. And Rogan was like, huh. "Oh, okay, I just heard it online." But that's Joe Rogan's approach. Like he's yeah. he's looking he's around, asking he's questions. asking questions. He doesn't. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's it, it can be very entertaining. It can be very informative. A lot of people probably heard that same rumor at the same time and had it disproved on Joe Rogan's show. Because right. he brought it up. Because he brought it up and was willing to, you know, to ask a question that some journalist mm-hmm. might feel like, oh, this is a silly question. He doesn't care. He's a regular guy. He reads something. He wants to know more about it. And he's not he's not embarrassed to say, sometimes I don't have all the knowledge, right? And instead of treating him as a really 
you know, this will be an important thing. Like, what's his face? Sanjay Gupta went on his show. And on Rogan's show? On Rogan's show and yeah. talked to him for an hour. And, uh, you know, there were times in which he was, I would think, I thought was evasive to what Rogan was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were times he brought up things that maybe that audience hadn't heard. And maybe it convinced some people that uh, of, of different solutions. The bottom line is just have the guts to go on and talk to the guy. Instead of silencing him, yeah. If you think he's it's wrong, crazy. then go on the show and say and that it, he's wrong, or he, it, disprove him with some science. And Joe Rogan himself has said he's not a COVID expert. No. He's not a doctor. In fact, he said, "I'm an effing idiot <laughs> who does a podcast." <laughs> right. He's not claiming to be a scientist. Yeah. So you know, everybody listening doesn't just run out and do what Joe Rogan said. God, you're, look, it's you're, madness. As, as Joe Rogan would tell you, if you go out and listen to every piece of Joe Rogan's health advice, the man's talking about doing <laughs> drugs like 80% right. of his shows. Like right. he's not, it's not necessarily... Elon Musk smoked pot on his show. Right. Does that mean every every American listening is going to run out and buy pot and smoke it now? No. No. No, it does not. No, it does not. There's this weird thing the left wants to do, silencing speech. And it's yeah, not like, about them hearing it. Mm-hmm. It's about others hearing it. Because, God forbid, they might be convinced to an opinion that's different than what Neil Young believes. And look at Neil Young. Does he look like the picture of health to you? <laughs> Guy looks like he could keel over at any second. But he's 117. He's 117. But defense, when he was 40, he looked like he could also yeah, keel over at any second. He's never yes, looked he like the picture of health. <laughs> so you shouldn't listen to Neil Young's advice. And you shouldn't listen to Joe Rogan's advice either. Or mine. Or yours. Or Do even, your own research. Yeah. How many times has Glenn said it? For, you know, 20 years, he's been saying, do your own research. And I will say, you might... You might get the wrong answer if you do your own research sometimes. That might happen. But first of all, it will be your decision. Mm-hmm. And second of all, you don't have to do this alone. You have a doctor of your own. Go to them and ask them what you should do. Mm-hmm. The, the, you don't need to listen to Anthony Fauci, who might be an infectious disease expert, but has no idea what your, your individual situation is. He doesn't even know who you are. Go to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. That's a great way of handling these situations. And, and Anthony and do, Fauci hasn't hasn't actually had any patience for over 40 years <laughs> I mean, right, come right. on he doesn't treat people anymore it's not what he does that's no. not his role and so you shouldn't take specific like you know he can say as a as a public health expert what he believes should be done and those those suggestions can be processed by politicians who are supposed to be experts in political science mm-hmm. and and care about their their uh constituents not just go blindly along with every expert that passes by that's not how this is supposed to work that's a different country that's a different alignment that's a techno uh, technocracy there's a bunch of technocrats running the country there you go there you go yeah it's that that's not what we have and not what you want (laughs) triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k more coming up in 60 seconds All right, let's talk about Julie. She wrote into us to tell us about her husband's experience with Relief Factor. She says, I ordered Relief Factor for my husband and he could not be happier. It hasn't had the stiffness and pain in his lower back and he's uh, suffered with that for years. I'm only sorry we didn't order it sooner. What a great product. Thank you, Relief Factor. Relief Factor has been working for Glenn for a long time. Hey, it might not work for you. It works for, I think, like 70% of the people who try it. If it doesn't work for you, well, then don't use it again. But you can get a 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. It's only a dollar a day. It's like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. That says a lot. 
Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Again, it's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn, who's back tomorrow. Uh, and while we're talking about who you listen to on any of these issues, uh, you know, listen to every take if you want to, and then, you know, figure it out for yourself. But if you're just a guy or a woman who thinks Anthony Fauci is the be-all and end-all, I mean, that guy has said everything possible on both sides of any of these arguments, essentially. and. Yeah. And he continues to, we continue to find out new things. Fox reported this week that Fauci was told on January 27th, 2020, so two years ago, exactly to the day, that uh, his NIAD, uh, NAIAID, NIAID mm-hmm. uh, department, it was the National Health Institute, had been directly funding the Wuhan lab through EcoHealth, a U.S. based scientific nonprofit. Uh, so, and that there was a good chance that the virus came from that lab. He was told that two years ago. So initially, he understood the fact that it was very possible that the that the virus originated in the lab. Then he acted like it was a total conspiracy theory. And then he changed back and said, well, maybe. And then he said, no, it's a conspiracy theory. Again. Oh, is it back I mean, he's to a back. I think he's be back on conspiracy theory now. So yeah, don't tell me Anthony Fauci has all the answers because he doesn't. And he shouldn't have he shouldn't have the power that he has. I mean, look, no, you he know, he's not. been in office for too long through too mm-hmm. many presidents uh, should have been let go a long time ago. But even beyond that, I think more importantly, you point out he said every single thing about every single issue at this point, which is basically true. I mean, he's been back Mm -hmm. and forth on a bunch of this stuff. And from masks to uh, you name it, masks, whether or not it originated at the Wuhan lab, uh, the kinds of treatments you should be using, Uh, the the the, length of time this was going to take. One of the big ones uh, that doesn't get talked about enough is him saying, outwardly admitting later on that he lied about what herd immunity would be in this country. I mean, that's uh, an absolutely inexcusable thing that should have resulted in his immediate removal from this role. Uh, He said it was going to be like, ah, 65 or 70% will give us herd immunity. And then later on said, well, we knew people would be really, really upset with that and would not be able to, would would think it was unattainable if it it was real 85%, which is what we really think it is. My God. And that's absolutely inexcusable from a public health official, especially the voice of the fight against COVID. Yep. And at the very very least, Pat, he has long outlived his relevance in the public role. It's one thing if you wanted to say he's in, he's got a lot of uh, knowledge and you want to, we want to keep him around for his advice behind the scenes. Find someone else to go on television and talk about this stuff. He's mm-hmm. not convincing anybody. As I said, it's been at least six months since anyone changed their mind on any of these issues. At least. I mean, I think even longer on most of them. And... Fauci comes out and continues to go on mostly liberal television to say the same four things and say that Republicans are bad because they're not getting uh, vaccinated at high enough rates. And it convinces no liberals to get vaccinated and it convinces no conservatives to get vaccinated. It convinces no one of anything. And he continues to just keep doing it as if it's helping. Yeah. What is it doing? Whose mind is he changing at this point? 
If you actually care about changing somebody's mind, you'd put someone they've never seen before out there who can at least attempt to navigate these waters with some sort of fresh face. Instead, you know what? I think we should name a a black woman to the head of the National Institutes of Health. <laughs> Only a black woman can do this, Pat. We I want to eliminate all white men, okay. all white women, all Asians, all Hispanics, and all black men from consideration. But we I'm, should put a black woman in the role. I'm with you if it's a black trans woman. Yes. Then I'm with you. In fact, but. I would like someone who was born a white male, but okay. now is a black trans woman. To a, okay. mm-hmm. That's what I would like, because that's the only way we can get <laughs> true diversity. <laughs> The Glenn Back Program. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn today. He'll be back tomorrow. I, you know, Glenn may be the biggest fan of my pillow products uh, that that is out there. Maybe with the possible exception of Mike Lindell himself. Um, but we're talking not just my pillow, but uh, pillows, sheets, slippers. Uh, it's impossible not to love my pillow. Now more than ever, it is vital that we do business with companies whose values align with our own. And I, yeah, I think you know, my pillow uh, is probably on your side on a lot of the issues we talk about, but they also make a great product, and that's really as important. It's as important. You don't want to just buy crap from somebody you agree with. You want to buy stuff that you really love from someone you agree with, and those things do exist, even though they don't get the the attention. For a limited time, uh, my slippers are 50% off with the promo code BECK. They offer all-day comfort with extra cushioning. They're made to wear both inside and outside the home, and slippers have become an all-day product. Let's be honest about it in these days. I just wear them all day long. Go to MyPillow.com, click the radio listener specials, and check out the sale for 50% off my slippers. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117 for the great radio specials. It's MyPillow.com. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, live every day from 7 to 9, right before this show, or anywhere you get your podcasts any time of the day or night. This is the Glenn Beck Program. With Pat and Stu today, Glenn's back tomorrow. Uh, we've been talking about the Neil Young Spotify situation where I bet they really had to think long and hard. Now, it's either Neil Young or it's Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I think it took that long. I do. Oh, I don't think so. You don't think it was that long? I think it was process? more like, it's Neil, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I don't think they got through the full Neil. But what we take mm-hmm. for granted now is Spotify itself. Incredible. That is the most incredible thing uh, that 20 years ago, 15 years ago, really, you couldn't have imagined such a thing. I guess it was just starting to be a thing with, um, what was the initial? Oh, Napster. Napster. My gosh. Mm -hmm. Napster. Napster was the thing. Yeah. And you could illegally download music. And then iTunes, uh, Apple said, hey, you know what? Maybe we can make that legal and actually let people stream stuff. And then it just exploded into Pandora and Spotify and, you know, a million different outlets. But the ability to think of a song and think, wow, I haven't heard that in a long time. And five seconds later, you're listening to it. Yeah. I have, this happened to me last night where my wife just said a random word that reminded me of a band. And then 10 seconds later, I was listening to that band that was, you know, totally obscure. But I was trying to think awesome. about how to explain to my kids what my younger life was like listening to music oh they totally can't relate to that yeah i I remember i used to go 
I used to drive around the state with my friends who were who were you know we were largely fans of like the same bands and we would go and mm-hmm. like look for rare releases and like b-sides and remixes and like for you know overseas <laughs> releases of albums that had an extra track right and like you'd hunt these things down like you're searching you know you were you were in a river looking for gold back in the <laughs> 1800s mm-hmm. and it was so difficult and you you'd you'd luck out and find you'd find one copy of it it would be like 38 dollars. you'd be like screw it get it anyway you know like you didn't care because you wanted to get your hands on this now they have everything they could ever want yep. immediately a hundred different versions you know we we miss how good things are in so many ways these days i think often because of the obvious and important bad things that are going on mm-hmm. we miss a lot of the good things yeah and it's changed things to the extent where there are certain things that just don't exist anymore, like calling 411 or, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, going to a music store or, you know, <laughs> trying to find sheet music. You don't need to do any of that. And I wonder, we haven't worked in music radio for a really long time. Do they even take requests anymore? Does anybody make a request? You don't need to. I don't need yeah. to be listening to my favorite radio station and call them and say, hey, would you please play the new song by Olivia Rodrigo? <laughs> you you go to Spotify and you're listening to Olivia Rodrigo immediately. We, really should, we should know you have called stations I have called for the latest many Olivia times. Rodrigo. Many times. With that voice because you want them to think you're 14. <laughs> hey, would you please play what's the name of the song where... It's good for somebody or whatever. <laughs> See, the fact that you know that much is, is already It's too impressive. much, really. Isn't it, it is. It's too much knowledge about it, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, that's. Are you the person I always hear <laughs> blasting Olivia Rodrigo when, when you pull that's into the me. parking lot? Yeah, that's I thought me. so. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Uh, but it is amazing. And I, look, there have there are always ups and downs for this. If you owned a music store, you probably don't think this is as wonderful as many of the consumers do. But it is incredible what mm-hmm. you can get. And it is. You can... With a few commercials, get it for free. I mean, the, you know, I, I subscribe to that. I think I think Spotify is the one I subscribe to, um, and it's you know it's, it's as much music as I could ever want, all, yeah. always available. Yeah, it's incredible. A it similar really thing. Is. A similar thing has happened with movies at home. Yep, anything um, we want. Last week, we, we we have a little tradition at my house where the kids come over and we we do movie night, steak and movie night every Friday, <laughs> and nice. and we lost access to the internet. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? We, I, I can't, we can't watch anything tonight. I don't know what, and I, we, you know, we've got a little room that has about 500 movies in it that are on DVD, <laughs> but I forgot that that's even an option, yeah. a thing. I mean, DVDs are pretty much archaic now. Oh, you yeah. You don't even, even I, the I Blu-rays. never use them. Yeah. Uh, you can, I mean, there's just, it's too much of a hassle. It's like, yeah. you're thinking about actually going in and putting it's unbelievable how fast that stuff happens too you know really it was fast. like back in the day you had the iphone where you just type in the the code mm-hmm. and then it was the right. fingerprint and i remember thinking why would I, why the heck would i need to just do a fingerprint it's so it's like it's what is it one second you're saving <laughs> and within a week it was irreplaceable in my life and then uh, wait i have to type in four yeah numbers yeah I can't do that it seemed completely yeah, insane within a week and then they came out with a face id thing right. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, they're scanning my face, all this information they have. <laughs> Within a week, it was irreplaceable in my life. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine putting my finger on the phone now. It just seems insulting. 
<laughs> they shouldn't even ask you to do no, that. No, don't ask no. me to do that. No. Like every once in a while, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the mechanics of it, but like you, you, you they, maybe you turn your phone off and when you turn it back on, you have to type the code instead of the face ID one time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've I want to burn Apple to the ground I, when it happens. I think, <laughs> I think about trying to hire arsonists in China to burn uh-huh. their factories down every yep. time they ask me to do it. That's how insane you get. You're thinking about a killing spree, <laughs> aren't you? It went, it's like, why? Should not have to it do that. It shouldn't be that way, but it is. It's so, it's, it, it's just incredible the how far we take for these, granted yeah. are amazing. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, like, even in times like this where you know, we've had, obviously, not only the battles that we often discuss uh, on, you know, talk radio with the restrictions for COVID and all the terrible side effects they have had on our children mm-hmm. and all of that. Not to mention the actual health effects that have gone on and you know all the people who have suffered and lost loved ones and all the terrible things that have happened over the past couple of years. You know, you go back and look at death rates from 10 or 20 years ago and we're still doing better than them. I mean, we're doing worse than we were mm. a couple of years ago, but still much better than we were doing in the 90s. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've all this stuff is improving all the time and we always miss it. You know, so that is an important thing. I mean, we, we often talk about how uh the the example i think is the most pressing is you know since you know we were younger and then you go back to the 90s for example this show started uh let's see i started working with glenn back in 1998 so that's a long time ago you go back obviously even further than Mm -hmm. that with glenn Mm -hmm. and you know just since those times in our lifetime we have taken billions of people out of poverty we capital global capitalism spreading has saved billions of lives the number is so remarkable just in the difference in the last like about 20 years the difference in the amount of children who die of hunger right and malaria and various diseases around the globe that number has gone down considerably the difference is something like eighteen thousand kids a day that used to die now live that's a staggering in number. In just our wow. lifetime. And if you ask people, wow. has poverty gotten better or worse in your lifetime? It's like 80% think it's gotten think worse. It's, yeah. And the total opposite is true. This has been, I mean, I don't think it's even arguable. It's the greatest accomplishment of humankind in the past thousand years, probably. And it's still disparaged. It's still, And it's still happening, too. Yeah. You know, it's but it's totally disparaged. And it, we see nations around the world turning against capitalism, including our own. And how remarkable Maybe even is that? Especially our own. Yeah, I mean, it's the most it's the most uh, symbolic one, right? The the country that brought globe capitalism to the globe, proved that it's the best system, mm-hmm. became the global superpower. Now is hiring people who hate it, right? And you want know? to change it completely? Yeah, I mean, I don't know the difference of uh, you know maybe China moving a little bit into the world of capitalism and then now moving back the other way again. I mean, that's notable, sure. It's certainly notable for the Chinese people. But it's not notable like the United States who, you know, brought this system to the people, brought this people system to humanity and is now turning against it. Which reminds me, since we're talking to Neil Young, we can go to the other side of the spectrum and somebody who talked about capitalism, a rock star that you would not expect to uh, sing the praises of capitalism. You remember what uh, Bono said about capitalism a few years ago? Uh, imagine for a second this last global recession. Mm-hmm but without the economic growth of China and India. 
without the hundreds of millions of newly minted middle class folks who now buy American and European goods. Imagine that. Think about the last five years. Rockstar preaches capitalism. <laughs> wow. Sometimes I hear myself and I just can't believe it. Um. <laughs> and I mean, that's a really cool thing, though, that yeah. he, he recognizes that. And, you know, he's, I don't think, certainly Bono's not a conservative. Oh, no. But he understands what capitalism has done for this planet. And the hybrid, even, of capitalism in China has brought 400 million people out of poverty. Yeah, it helped them for a while. I mean, we, we have an author on, I think it's next, next week, who's written a book. He's a Wall Street Journal reporter who wrote a book. Uh, I think it's called Red Carpet. And it's basically about how China has influenced Hollywood. And the other oh. way around, you know, how, and we hear these stories where they edit things out. There was a great one uh, that actually happened uh, today. Do I have the, I don't have the text in front of me of it, but it was the end of Fight Club. Have you heard this story? Oh, I read a headline. I didn't read the story. It's amazing. Basically, the end of Fight Club, if you've never seen the movie, is, you know, the the main characters of the, of the movie. Spoiler alert, by yeah, the way. Spoiler alert. They're standing there looking out the window and they're which we can only describe as a terrorist revolution is underway. They are getting, they're bombing the feder- the financial buildings and watching all the buildings collapse into the ground. That's how the, it's a wonderfully uplifting movie. Uh, and so that's basically the end of the movie in China, right before the buildings blow up, they cut it off and they just put on the screen. Like, uh, I can't remember. Uh, they're, they're like, uh, thanks to Tyler's advice, the or Tyler's tip, the police un- uncovered the plot and arrested all the people, and uh, they were put in jail and were eventually put into lunatic asylums and were released in 2012. <laughs> it's like legit. The end. The end. Uh, <laughs> like, oh. the exact, not only great. are they editing scenes out of the movie, Jeez. they're changing the plot <laughs> to the exact opposite uh, because they uh. want to show that they won. And so anyway, this book wow. is about the influence. And what one of the interesting things that China did with this capitalist expansion that wasn't never really capitalism by any means, but it was access to markets is they came over, they dumped tons of money into places like Hollywood, learned how they did everything mm-hmm. and then went back and just started their own film companies that are now making as much money as Hollywood is no longer is American culture dominant around the world, but now a lot of Chinese culture is dominant in many areas of the world. And so they've totally changed that dynamic by basically coming over here and stealing our ideas and going back and replicating them. Right. Uh, this was obviously mm. part of the plan for a long time. And, you know, President Xi has made things much, much worse. But it, it's, it's interesting to watch that play out because it's it's going to it's going to have really long lasting implications. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. So the Fed has spoken, and as many of us suspected, uh, it looks like they're planning to hike rates as early as March. We're, what, at the end of January now, which means that we're looking at you know, basically roughly a month. So this might be the time to move on your mortgage. Um, if you happen to be thinking about a, uh, a mortgage refinance, if you want a free mortgage review, assess that something like maybe a refinance or a consolidation loan could help you save more money in the long run, uh, you can be helped by American Financing. Uh, they do a great job. I've worked with them. Uh, Glenn has worked with them. Sarah's worked with them as well. Uh, American Financing, you can call them today. A loan with them could literally change everything for you. Big time savings. And it's time to lock it in because who knows what's around the corner here. You could skip up to two mortgage payments as well. That's always fun. 
and you can close as in as little as 10 days. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Did you see this convoy in Canada? Yeah. This trucker convoy? Because, you know, they're protesting the fact that they have to get vaccinated or they lose their jobs. And it's really important. I mean, the, the, the people in the trucks by themselves can infect thousands. Right. Uh, we know that yeah. truck... <laughs> From inside of truck to outside of truck passage of COVID-19 is the most common way. It's where almost all of it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really common. These really truckers common. have spread this thing far and wide. And uh, this is a nice way to stop It's it. a trucker-borne disease. That's my, that's my understanding of it from Anthony Fauci. So what they've done is they're driving across the whole of Canada, east to west. So it's, the, it's a long trip. And they have created a convoy 300 miles long now. 300 miles long. It seems like even more than a convoy. Yeah. That's incredible. Now, 10,000 truckers from the U.S. were supposed to join them, too, but they're having a hard time because a lot of them aren't vaccinated, so they can't get across the border. Uh, (laughs) So Makes a lot of sense. But here's what uh, Justin Trudeau had to say about these truckers. The small fringe minority Uh of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science Mm. and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. I mean, the way they're pitting, he's doing it, Biden's doing it. You've got these world leaders who are just pitting one of their citizens against the other. It's so weird, too, because they have to make, for them to act as if this is a terrible fringe movement, they have to say they're small. But if they were small, it wouldn't be anything really to worry about. Yeah, he wouldn't even be talking about it if it was small. Now, 85% of of adults in, is it 85% of... uh, I'm trying to look at the the dynamic. I think it might even be 85% of people in Canada are vaccinated. 85%. Oh my gosh. 85%? Yeah, which is pretty... You're not going to get bigger than that. I mean, no, I mean are I... you going to have a higher percentage than that? We're at 70. I kind of doubt it. We're at 76, by the way. <sighs> so, they you know, they're 9 points ahead of us in vaccination rate or behind us depending on how your view is on this particular issue but the point is like really that's enough leave us alone it's a small minority by the way it's also (laughs) at the number where you know they all said it was going to be herd immunity right add in the people who have natural immunity like this is just a dumb old argument that doesn't make any sense remember the omicron variant came from botswana it's got nothing to do with how many people we have vaccinated here Less than 10% of developing Mm. nations are vaccinated. This is going to boil. We're going to have variants like crazy coming in from all over the world for a long time. Yep. Get used to it. Understand we're going to be living with this for a while. Stop uh, assaulting your uh, audience and your own voters 
with these accusations. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Today featuring Pat and Stu. Uh, Glenn will be back tomorrow. Meantime, uh, Stephen Breyer stepping down as uh, Supreme Court Justice at the end of this session. Still have a couple of more. We got we got some suggestions, I think, for uh, some nominees that may go over well. We'll get to that and a lot more coming up in one minute. We know that the cost of everything is going up uh, really everywhere in the entire economy. And one of the most noticeable areas right now is in the field of car repairs. If your car warranty is out, the absolute best thing you can do for yourself right now is to get CarShield because if something does happen to your car, and of course something will eventually, you're not on the hook to pay some huge amount or try to find another car. For a covered repair, CarShield is the best. They have affordable monthly plans. You can pay as little as about 100 bucks a month and you're locked into the rate, so you're never going to have that rate go up on you. And CarShield takes care of everything, including dealing with and paying the mechanic or dealership of your choice. Don't wait until it's too late. The check engine light, it, it come, when it comes on, it's going to keep coming on. And when it does come on for you, it's time to take action. CarShield is the best defense against costly repairs that could put a deep freeze on your plans and finances. Visit carshield.com slash back to save 10% right now. carshield.com slash back. A deductible may apply. It's carshield.com slash Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, we now we know by now that uh, there's going to be an opening in the Supreme Court. And it happens at the end of the session, which I think is summertime. And Stephen Breyer is stepping down. So... They're going to replace, obviously, a somewhat progressive or, or left of center justice with another left of center. Just how extreme will that person be, I think, is is really kind of the question. Quite? Quite extreme? Quite extreme or very, very extreme, <laughs> right. I think, are the options <laughs> yes. right now. Do we go with a communist or just a socialist? Yeah. I don't know. This is not their time to try to pick a moderate either they're they're going to go for someone they believe is going to be alive for a long time number mm-hmm. one well, right, first, yeah. number one requirement as we know uh african-american woman because that's what biden said he will nominate yep during he the campaign already said that outwardly one of the most <clears throat> incredible moments i think in american history totally underrated that we are now mm. actively making decisions based on skin color and gender that is what the president of the united states is making this decision first and foremost not based on legal uh, qualifications not even a feigned appearance of making the choice who's the most qualified this person whoever this might be 
may very well be the most qualified person in the country for this job, according mm-hmm. to Democrats. Obviously, I would I'm not going to like their policies, most likely, and their, their reading of the Constitution, but they might be the best liberal out there to take the court. They cannot claim that, however. Because they disregarded 98% of the population before doing before picking. Yeah, they've already narrowed it to a, a black female. So as long as we're narrowing, narrowing the field and we're basing it simply on appearance, why not nominate Halle Berry to the Supreme Court? <laughs> hey, well, you what know? is Halle, Halle Berry's... And then you could also make an addendum there that all new Supreme Court justices from here on out must wear a bikini in public. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting I what was, if you were to do that would it be it'd be mis, of course misogynist mm-hmm. and sexist but well uh, as mean, you know women do not wear bikinis to please men they right, don't even think about true. that it's that's just true. about them feeling good about just, themselves right there's never a and thought of how they look if you they would look want good or the bad. supreme court justice to feel good about herself right you would want that you want them to feel empowered yes and is, is, is a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court enough to do that? No. Uh, I don't think Come so. Come on, I don't think so So either. the bikini clause is interesting <laughs> here. So you would say any new justice yeah. has to wear a bikini. Well, yeah, we're whenever. talking about appearance, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a black woman, let's go for it. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. And if, if we're talking appearance, let's do appearance. I think this creates some pretty interesting dynamics in the Supreme Court selection. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, you would probably lean toward picking a more attractive Supreme Court justice and a younger one. Yes. Because you might think that things might not look as good later on in life. Exactly. But I will say this might encourage Supreme Court justices to retire early because uh, maybe they're thinking, I don't want to be out there in a bikini this week. I'm, I don't like the way I look anymore. Or it may keep them working out into their 70s and 80s, which is also a good, good thing. for their health. Right, good for their health. Right? This we're just looking s- out for them. This is just, if we're going to be left wing about this, let's just go for it. Full out, just Full out. thinking about appearances. Why? Just appearance. I let's like this. Let's just do it. So, because this is interesting too. You know, Okay, so picture this scenario. Mm-hmm. Joe, It's 2023. Joe Biden is president. Mm-hmm. And I know that might seem a little shaky for some people in 2023, but Joe Biden is president. <laughs> Mitch McConnell is the head of the Senate. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now, Mitch McConnell is not going to approve uh some uh left-wing justice he's not going to want he's not going to want that to happen Mm. Uh, republicans are going to vote that down if they can yeah so what happens in those situations when you have multiple years usually someone gets through but the the president has to try for someone more moderate right 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 maybe in this situation the president puts up an old fat guy Mm mm-hmm for uh for supreme like a, court justice like a jeffy type right like a jeffy type yeah so that the republicans would be more likely to approve them because that would make the liberal justice not look so good in a bikini <laughs> now i don't know if the guys have to what a guy wears a speedo i would assume is that mm-hmm. the is yeah. that how we're going to work this uh-huh uh, with this particular clause <laughs> so you so you think of mitch mcconnell you're like well he's not going to approve a, a crazy liberal but what if he approves just someone who looks really bad in a speedo so now the, the Democrats are associated with this really overweight, wrinkly guy mm-hmm. coming out there mm-hmm. talking about liberal policies, and that's associated with this awful speedo situation. <laughs> Maybe the Republicans would go for that. They might. They're, that's compromise. They just is what might. It is. If they think this thing through like they should, mm-hmm. then they would go along with this. Right. Then they would. And maybe like, so. you know, there's a, you'd think at least there's an opportunity mm-hmm. 
to to make this more overt. Let's make this a, a more crystal clear operation for the country to understand. Right now, you're acting as if race shouldn't be important, but you're making it the most important thing. Yeah. You're acting as if gender shouldn't be important, but you're making it the most important thing. You're clearly talking about the outside appearance of this person. Let's just make it clear. We'll do, whoever looks good in a bikini gets on. <laughs> yes. That's, that is a much more yes. sensible way of making these picks. Much more sensible. It doesn't matter what race they are. Doesn't matter. Or gender, frankly. Yeah. You know, get, you get like a, you get some dude with I mean, abs. Chris Pratt might look good in a Speedo. <laughs> I don't know. I picture Chris Pratt from, was it Parks and Rec? And uh, he was not, not, not in his years. best shape. Okay, the, no, the passenger years, okay. not the Parks and Rec years. Yeah, and he comes out there and he's yeah. just like, he just, he's just going for it. Uh-huh. And, you know, he, he'd be and funny he's the and a Supreme Speedo. Court nominee. And uh, let's see where this goes. What's what, Maybe what? this is really the way to go now. And Democrats have finally uh, touched on something here that really works. Let's just pick these justices based on their appearance. I, I like say, it. You'd say there's probably two sides here. You have the <clears throat> attractive people who would look good in a bikini mm-hmm. who might get favored. Right. You have the people who would look terrible in a bikini who might be favored <laughs> by the opposition party. Right. So you'd have an opportunity for everyone to get in, unlike you do now, <laughs> when you only have the possibility of a black woman getting in. And as we discussed right. earlier, African-Americans are about 12% of the population. If half of them are black, you're at six, or at women, they're at 6% of the population. Okay. You figure about a third is too young and a third is too old. So you're at 2% of the population. You've narrowed, you've taken out 98% of the possibilities to make this pick then overtly. You, you have to narrow it a little bit further because they have to know the law, right? So yes. I mean, it's much so further. Yeah, it's, it's probably been to law school, mm-hmm. probably a lawyer. So you've taken uh, basically so everybody out. Yeah, you're less than 1% of the populace. And we should be clear here, what <laughs> it appears is that they have given, uh, they have actually taken out all of the population except Katanji uh, Brown-Jackson, who <laughs> seems to be yes. the the pick. Uh, we don't know that yet, but she seems to be the overwhelming favorite for the pick. By she everybody. is currently on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit. She was just recently approved, uh, got a few Republican votes. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of went over this earlier, but I would not be surprised to see her sail through if that's the direction that they go in, because the Republicans are going to look at this and say, we can't really stop it anyway. Let's not. Let's not blow our our election up by pulling a Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. It would be a little strange to accuse Shatanji or Katanji Brown Jackson of a forty year old rape. Forty year old rape. Yeah, yeah I don't would. think they would go that direction, but mm. they might be very tough on her in some circumstances. <laughs> I don't think these are the circumstances that's going to happen. But the point is, though, at the very least, we can open this up to everyone yeah, if we we're just, just trying to the bikini clause. stretch the field out a little bit. Yes. here. And find some other possibilities. So I don't know that people would go for this, but <laughs> I will say this. At least it's not racist. Right. Which the current policy is when you eliminate, forget, you know what? I know everyone's going to be like, oh, you just want white people to get. I don't care what color the person is who gets in the no. Supreme Court. Give me the most qualified. But you know what? Let's eliminate just for the sake of argument. Let's eliminate all white people. What happens to a good qualified Hispanic nominee this week? What happens to them? They have no chance. How about a good qualified Asian, Indian American? They have absolutely no chance. How about a qualified Native American? Nope. Have absolutely no chance. It has to be an African American woman. What about a qualified man? No. A black man? Absolutely not. No. They don't have a chance because Joe Biden decided to make the decision Mm -hmm. based on skin color and genitals. 
That is where we are in the society. He's overtly telling you he is making the decision based on race. This close to Martin Luther King Day, what a freaking admission. What an admission by the country to Mm -hmm. say, you know what? We've rejected the vision of Martin Luther King. We don't want the most qualified person. We want the uh, a person who fits into these narrow set of qualifications based on immutable characteristics. And what really, a disgrace. The left has totally abandoned MLK mm-hmm. and everything he stood for in his life. Yep. Everything he preached, everything he fought for, you know, getting hosed down, uh, having dogs chase after him, all of those things he suffered. And they, they just uh, dismiss him now. Because that's what they base everything on. You you are supposed to, according to the left, pay attention to skin color. Yeah, it's almost all your. If you tell them you're or, colorblind, that's a racist uh, construct. Yep. Now, you can't discriminate based on the color of their skin or the gender that they are, unless you're discriminating in the right way. If you if you pick the right direction to discriminate, yep. then it's totally fine. And yep. you know, like. Even if you got to the point, which I, I still think is wrong, by the way, you shouldn't make any choice based on skin color. But if you made this, this statement and saying, look, we're going to look at everybody. And if we find an equally qualified, I don't know why you do this, but an equally qualified Hispanic and an equally qualified black woman, we're going to pick the black woman. Now, I think that's a disgrace, mm-hmm. frankly, that you should not be pick, picking based on that. But OK, at least you'd be saying they're equally qualified. In this scenario, you're saying we're not going to look at anyone. God forbid we might find someone who's more qualified and we might, we, maybe we should be picking them. So we're going to eliminate them before we even start looking. All the people who are out there who have different colored skin, all the people out there who happen to have male genitalia, we're going to get rid of all of those people so we don't even look at them because we might just find someone who's more qualified than Katanji Brown Jackson or whoever else they wind up picking. So we're going to limit it to only black women and then act as if we're doing some big favor. Do you think, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on this. Maybe I'm disconnected. It's certainly not the way I would want to be treated. But do you mm. think the average African-American says, yeah, I don't want you considering any white people. That's wrong. <laughs> it's, it's, it's unfair to consider a, a white person for a job. I, mean, I, that is, I don't think black people think that way. I don't think any Americans think that way, except for insane leftists. And of course, that's who we have making these decisions. That Tri- is who we have. 888-727-BECK. More patents too for Glenn coming up. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. With so much inflation and market volatility out there, the Fed believes it has no choice but to hike up interest rates, uh, which is scary. That could be coming in March. We have several more quarter percentage uh, point rates uh, hikes that we, you know, we do think that are coming throughout the rest of the year. This is going to make your life more expensive if you want to borrow money, if you want to buy a car or a home or whatever you're doing. Uh, home, of course, is the biggest one here, and you need to get focused right now. Focus on what you can control, your finances and your debt. Uh, give American Financing a call. Let them walk you through some options. Uh, this is a national family-owned lender that reviews your entire financial picture, your mortgage, your high-interest debt, and then works with you to find ways to save you money, whether it's a refinance of your current mortgage at a lower rate, something that uh, might not be possible for all that much longer, or a consolidation loan, which, of course, American Financing is known for as well. You can save you know, 1000 bucks a month, even more. And you could skip up to two mortgage payments, which is awesome. If they could say you could skip all mortgage payments, it would be even better. But two is really good, and you can close in as little as 10 days. Call American Financing now, 
800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. It's kind of a fun story. Uh, did you see that the, the Jetsons made some accurate predictions about the future? <laughs> no, I did not. Me, George Jetson. Yeah. Remember Great cartoon. Jetsons? Yeah, great cartoon. His boy, Elroy. His boy, Elroy. I just really feel like they reached there. They Jane, were like, we need something that's going to rhyme wife. with boy. Right. And they Elroy. With Elroy, which I don't yeah. know if there's a lot of people named Elroy at the and time. And then the rest of it doesn't even rhyme. Not Jane, his wife. You Daughter, Judy. That goes nowhere. Nowhere. It goes nowhere. And that's it. Those are the entire lyrics to the song. By the way, people don't even talk about this enough. All the Jetsons, white. white. Thank you. All of them. Thank you. White. With a dog. Instead of a cat or yeah. a lizard. And or, wasn't the dog white? Or was the dog gray? I can't remember. I don't At, I don't remember either. All right, now I'm gonna I'll have to look that up. Mm-hmm. Uh do you remember the dog's name? Astro? Was, Astro, yes. yes. Astro. Uh, yeah. Astro right. is gray, by the way. So gray. they had a little diversity. Okay. All right. Well, they apparently made some chilling predictions about the future <laughs> on this uh television show that only lasted a year. I didn't know it only lasted a year. And in 1962 to 1963. That was it. No. Well, and then they brought it back in the 80s for a while. W- with new episodes? Yeah. Well, okay. I, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, but uh, the Jetsons did, in fact, get some things right. Uh, apparently, uh, they present a toy which looks uncannily like Atari's video game Asteroids. Well, I mean, that was a long time ago. So they made that prediction. That happened much, much closer to the airing of the show. Elroy plays a, plays similar looking games on the Jetsons, uh, as well as owning a drone, mm. which turned out to be accurate. Uh, the Jetsons household had a flat screen TV, tablet computers, robot vacuums. We got all that stuff. Wow, yeah. Uh, and of course their housekeeper, Rosie was the, the robot maid. Jane had to go through a lot of trouble for that household necessity, but, um, apparently only the best of families had the robot, uh, housekeeper, but that's not all. Some of the other modern appliances include a voice activated alarm clock, which we have holograms and a bored version of Siri. So Siri sounds a lot more interested when you talk to her than the Jetsons' uh, voice did, but it, they still nailed that. Mm. They have what looks like a 3D printing for homemade meals. Uh, let's see. What else did they... I mean, they got all, just a ton of things that seem to be... They make The whole family routinely makes Zoom calls. Uh, and uh, let's see. George's boss... Cosmo Spacely. Remember how mean Cosmo was? Mm. He was not, not, a, good not a nice guy. Yep. But uh, apparently he relaxed on a tanning bed, which we also have. Hmm. And that would, t- apparently, I didn't know this, uh, tanning beds weren't created until the 1970s. I didn't know that either. Did you know that? Huh. I didn't know that. That's interesting because I, I know the Simpsons get a lot of credit for making predictions and they have made a lot of them. They have. This week was the famous uh, Tom Hanks video. Did you see that clip? No. So they, the Biden administration came out with this clip of Tom Hanks, like praising all the fight of the administration and all oh. these wonderful things. It was like, you know, the yeah. typical campaign type video. And uh, in the Simpsons movie, uh, Tom Hanks 
voices a video for the government and he says the government has lost its credibility so they're borrowing some of mine it's exactly what joe biden is doing right now <laughs> now and that is great he was making a video for the new grand canyon so where they blew up a city and left a giant hole in the ground uh, for people to come visit because they needed On a new Simpsons? grand canyon yeah that was okay. a little different i don't think mm-hmm. that's happened yet though i wouldn't put it past this administration no absolutely frankly not. It would be a less disastrous policy than what they did in Afghanistan. Oof, that's for sure. <laughs> What'd you say? And what they may be doing in Ukraine, too. I mean, uh, are we going to send 8,000 troops to uh, Ukraine? They're already saying that they're going to be in at least the surrounding countries. And they've said so far that they're not going to actually send troops on the ground, but... Who knows? Yeah. We, who, who knows with this administration? Maybe talk about this a little bit. I, this is a fascinating story because it doesn't seem like the Ukrainians are all that worried about this. Like a lot of them are saying like, you know, yeah, we, we, we know the Russians. We, we got it. They mass on our border all the time. They do it all the time. We know what kind of troops they'd have to have there. And these are not the types of troops. There's a lot of weird huh. talk about that. And then you see a lot of talk on the right. I mean, Tucker Carlson sort of, sort of famously heading this up and being like, why are we so sure we're supposed to side with, with Ukraine anyway? Which what? again, I'm no Vladimir Putin fan, so I have a I, I have a position on that. But still, <laughs> like it's too. interesting that it's on the right where that is that conversation's going on, which is bizarre. It's a, it's That's bizarre. Strange times. When did the right become friendly with Russia? I mean, I think Tucker's argument, right. from what I can understand it, I haven't seen it all, but it seems to be more of like we should be worrying about our own stuff than we should be, you know, pleased with, with Putin. But still, it's it's yeah. interesting. The Glenn Beck program. All right, every time you hear about one of those massive data breaches that come on the news, do you breathe a huge sigh of relief when you finally realize that you weren't one of the victims? I keep thinking that eventually one of these things is going to come up and, and you know, your, your information, your, your family's information is going to be all over the Internet. LifeLock can't stop everything, obviously, but they'll do a much better job monitoring your data than you can on your own. And it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. And LifeLock is there to help. Uh, they can catch a lot of the stuff. And it, when you become a victim, they can help you with restoration. They have restoration specialists. They can help you clean up the mess and get everything set straight again. It may be the best thing about them. You know you've got a backup system. God forbid something does happen. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can help protect what is yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. You can save up to 25% on your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. The promo code is back for 25% off. We are in a world where data is flowing all over the place. People are coming after you online. Protect yourself with LifeLock. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Code is back. Glenn Beck, Stuper Gear, Stephen Crowder, David Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices. BlazeTV.com. Promo code Glenn. only we're brave enough. Brave enough to live through two of the most difficult years many of us can remember. Brave enough to pull ourselves up again and again. America is the home of the brave. It's why we keep getting up, no matter how many times we get knocked down, like with our economy. It isn't all the way back, but it's getting stronger. We may be entering year three of a pandemic none of us wanted or expected, but we're moving. 
Restaurants have opened their doors. Shops and businesses are buzzing again all over the country. Sure. More jobs were created in 2021 than in any year in the last 80 years. We are stronger than we were a year ago today. From our toughest times, America has always built a brighter future. Yes, we are brave. Brave enough to see the light and be the light we need to rebuild this country. We're strong. We are courageous. We are resilient. Mm. We are America, land of the brave. There you go. Wow, that's Tom Hanks for the Biden inaugural committee. Oh, uh, one interesting part of that is he I says mean, the economy. It's not all the way back, but we're getting there. All the way back to what? All the way back to the, th- the guy you said was Hitler, right? Like yeah. back to what? You, th- 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 there's an admission there, and I'm not saying Tom Hanks said uh, uh, Trump was Hitler. At least that I know of. But like the left and Biden was saying he was the worst guy in the world, and the economy wasn't mm-hmm. good then. Now we're like, hey, we're almost getting back to those days. And we created more jobs in in the last 80 years. Well, that's because we lost the most jobs in the last 80 years. And now things are, I mean, at least businesses are open for the most part. I I, I don't know of any American cities that are actually locked down and you you can't open your business anymore. I don't think we're doing that. Mostly not. I mean, there are are areas. I mean, they're doing this to schools occasionally. Flint, Michigan is now going to. um, Are they going to do homeschool or homeschool with no end? No, like stated end, just like wow, really forever homeschool at least for the, as long as the pandemic lasts. Wow, uh, which is obviously disgraceful. And there is, wow. we should point this out, and this has nothing to do with Joe Biden. Joe Biden has actually hurt this, so I'm not giving him credit at all. But we have come a long way from the darkest days of this pandemic, not because yeah. of Joe Biden, but because of the American people who have said, "Okay, we're done," you know, mm-hmm. we're done, and. Also because of scientists and, 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 and people all over the, 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 you know, uh, the medical industry who have come up with treatments and, and things like that that mm-hmm. have improved the situation. And I, I mentioned this often, but I was in Florida for New Year's last year, uh, New Year's Eve. And in Florida, and this is Ron DeSantis ran the state. You may be familiar with it. Yeah. In 2020 into 2021, no, no places were um really doing indoor parties for new year's they were doing outdoor parties there was mask requirements not by the state but by almost every individual business so everywhere you walked in you were still wearing masks because that's what was required um i went back down there this year and stayed in a hotel that not only was you know had restrictions but wasn't even open Hmm. in 2020 to 2021 they were just closed because of covid it's giant resort and they were just closed they just turned it all off they were open this time the super bowl last year think about this the super bowl last year in ron DeSantis's florida had 11,000 people that's it max capacity was 11,000 outdoors in a stadium that held what 70 70 80 whatever it is at tampa 65 70,000 they have it was an outdoor stadium with a mask mandate and it was one what they were actually enforcing like at one point you know i i took a sip of a drink and kept my mask down a little too long and actually got kind of like hey sir put that mask back on you know now wow. that's in 2021 so they were kind of monitoring on. yeah the crowd at the super bowl it wasn't overbearing but it was happening like you know huh. they, they actually did make you put the mask back on yeah. that's in 2021 the next Super Bowl in 2022 is happening in California indoors at full capacity. Now, I don't know what kind of restrictions they're having. Yeah. I don't know if there's a mask mandate. Uh, I don't think 
I don't know if there's a vaccine, man. I don't know what they've put on for restrictions. It's not to say all of this stuff is gone, but even to just a year ago, it is quite different. I mean, we really have come a long way. And and, and that's a we lot have. comes with people yeah. who believe they're protected by whatever treatment they favor, maybe have had the virus. And I think Omicron at some level plays into this as well, where it feels like a lot yeah. harder to avoid. And and easier to survive. Yep. So the virus itself has helped this along because it's evolved into a kinder, gentler. Yeah, uh, kinder, virus. gentler COVID. Yeah. 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 It's kind of COVID you want to hug. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, again. I mean, there are uh, there were miserable days having it because I, I just had it a couple of weeks ago. And it, it you know, it wasn't fun. Uh, and it didn't feel mild for about three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... You know, I survived it. I didn't go. I wasn't hospitalized. I didn't take up ICU room. So uh, that's helped a lot, too. And people are just getting sick of it. Yeah. You know, we're two years down the road. We're like, okay, enough. And now it's, uh, you know, Denmark, I think you mentioned in the UK. Denmark just taking away all pandemic restrictions, uh, including mask mandates, are gone. And in Great Britain, they're doing the same thing. There's an interesting thing going on. Pat, oh, and we didn't even, we got to get back to this, the Simpsons clip here that oh, we yeah. were talking about. Yeah. Here, let's play that real quick. This is, uh, this we mentioned the Tom Hanks <laughs> video before we get into the other COVID stuff. Here is the, from the Simpsons movie, uh, with the mid-2000s, I think this thing came out. Listen. Are you tired of the same old Grand Canyon? <laughs> here we are, kids, the Grand Canyon. It's so old and boring. I want a new one. Now! Hello! I'm Tom Hanks. The U.S. government has lost its credibility, so it's borrowing some of mine. Tussle my hair, Mr. Hanks. <laughs> sure thing, son. <laughs> now, I'm pleased to tell you all about the new Grand Canyon. Coming this weekend, it's east of Shelbyville and south of Capital City. That's where Springfield is! It's nowhere near where anything is or ever was. This is Tom Hanks saying, if you're going to pick a government to trust, why not this one? <laughs> Amazing. And yeah, then without any irony, the Biden administration is doing this. the same thing. Hey, the thing, incredible. It, things are a catastrophe so incredible. and they are borrowing Tom Hanks' credibility. <laughs> I mean, Tom Hanks, you know, going back to COVID for a second, when people talk about the beginning of COVID, they say usually three things, which is, you know, uh, the NBA canceled their season, mm-hmm. um, you know, t- you know, Donald Trump coming out 15 days to slow the spread, making that announcement. And Tom Hanks getting COVID. Like, that's how important he is to our culture. Yeah. He was like the first celebrity to get that. Because he and his wife were in Australia, right? Yeah. Doing a movie or something. And it so. seemed like they were dead at the time. I remember <laughs> when that happened. I was like, holy crap, we're losing Tom Hanks, aren't we? <laughs> Did not happen. We still have him, no. thankfully. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the, there there is a interesting thing, I think, happening um, on the with the dynamics of the politics of COVID, which I think have been fascinating since the beginning. I mean, on a million different levels. But... For most of the time, the people who are skeptical of COVID have uh, argued for a future that was op- more optimistic, right? Mm-hmm. You're skeptical of COVID. You're saying it's not as big a deal, maybe. You're saying, um, you know, most people survive and we should open up the economy, right? And that was against the left's view, which was it's really, really bad and we need to lock everybody down. And the future, if we lock everybody down, we'll get past this and we can open things up. But, you know, that didn't seem like it was ever going to be possible. Lately, I've noticed this difference where the people who are skeptical of COVID almost seem like more of the pessimists. Where like there's this, you know, there's sort of this idea that like we're going to see a really negative 
outcome from whatever, maybe the vaccines, for example. People who don't like the vaccines are saying, okay, well, the long-term effects of this is going to be really bad and we're going to have COVID's going to get worse and there's going to be more variants and, and terrible side effects of that. And now the left is kind of saying, well, we got vaccinated and like, we're done now. You, we saw this with Bill Maher and uh, Barry Weiss, this clip that kind of went viral over the past week, where their view is more of like what the conservatives were saying like a year or two ago. But now it does seem like there's a, a decent section of those who are arguing against, you know, maybe the vaccines or maybe some of the new pills or, or you know, looking around the world and finding a place where cases are spiking and saying, oh my gosh, it's, it's going awry. And almost mm-hmm. arguing for a, a darker vision of the COVID future than many, at least on the center left, are. And I, you know, I don't want to incur, like, I, I keep saying this quote because I think it's important, that the New York Times is saying, for vaccinated people, this is less dangerous, less dangerous than the flu. Remember, you used to get thrown off mm. social media for saying that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what the left is saying now. I don't want to encourage them to think that things are worse than they are. I don't want to convince them, hey, guys, actually, things are terrible. You should put your restrictions back on. I don't see what the benefit of that is. I'm a much more of the viewpoint of, like, you should make your own choices. Pick your own risk. I'm not your dad. I'm not your doctor. I'm not even your dentist. Go do whatever you want with your stupid health. We go out and we mm-hmm. do things that are unhealthy all the time. I don't care if you want. You want people are like, oh, don't. People are going out there and having horse dewormer. I, I go. You can actually have horse dewormer for all I care. I don't do whatever you want. I don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. That's your choice. You do what you're with your life and your health. What you want to. But Maybe you should in consultation be able to do with that, your doctor. Right? You should be able should, to. If you want to take ivermectin, you should be able to take If you ivermectin. want to eat nothing but dog food. You should be able to do that. Do it. Yeah. Now, it's going to probably have some bad consequences, it but that's probably up to you. It's not up to that me. that great. Yeah. Uh, well, and I don't think it will cure COVID. No, it won't. But if it makes you feel good, go ahead and do it. Although, we have we tried it? I recommend gravy train, because at least it's, you know, sort of moist. Yeah. I don't want that dry kibble stuff. It you put a little nasty. water on it, right? It turns into kind of, uh-huh. you've got yeah, a little, little bit of gravy. sort of vibe. And then a a little doggy driven <laughs> wagon train comes through your your living room. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I do think it is important as the left <clears throat> sort of wakes up mm-hmm. and comes to our side that we don't try to convince them to go back to the other yeah, side. Right. Like, I don't know yeah. what the upside of that, mm-hmm. you know, and I keep coming back to this because I keep talking to small business owners who, t- who tell me, hey, I've been on this front the whole time. I want things to be open. I, you know, I want freedom and I love that. And I love that all my conservative friends have been coming into this restaurant since I've reopened it in, you know, summer of 2020. But here's the thing. I still need liberals to come in too. Mm -hmm. I I have a 4% profit margin. And when 50% of the country is not going out to eat, this business is really hard to run. Yeah. And we see this from people all over the country. Like we are this economy. We're all tied together. And there are some people who can go out and have a a targeted business to just conservatives. There's plenty of those businesses. We feature them often and we love those companies. But, you know, like a lot of businesses need to sell things to liberals, too. And if they're not going out to eat, if they're Mm -hmm. not going out to concert venues, if they're not doing these things, Mm -hmm. it hurts. It hurts a lot of conservatives, too. I want liberals to buy cookies. I'll tell you that. There you go. (laughs) I want them to go right to Kexi.com and purchase delicious cookies. Exactly. They, liberals and conservatives can all agree 
that they're the best cookies on this planet. I, I would agree. Yeah. As a conservative, See? I can say that side is represented here. <laughs> <laughs> and what's amazing is that some of Europe is at probably not Texas, but some of Europe is ahead of even the United States of America in getting back to freedom, right. which bothers me a little bit. I mean, Denmark, really, they're going to set the pace for us. How did this not happen here first, where all restrictions are just gone everywhere? And uh, their PM, their prime minister this week said, we say goodbye to the restrictions and welcome the life we knew before. Wow. How can we not be saying that? How, it's so embarrassing. How is, why is Joe Biden not saying how that? How are we behind Europe? And look, it's so embarrassing. We're not going to eradicate this thing. I think we've realized yep. it's just not going to be eradicated. There may have right been now. a time where that if we had, you know, who knows? You know, SARS famously flamed out. Right. MERS flamed and out. And this may too, somewhere maybe, down the maybe line. Maybe it will sometime. It's not going to happen for a long time. Though. But in the meantime, let's get back to life. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. And yeah. we hope you and don't. And you do your best. And, and, yes. and you know what? The medical profession will continue to improve their treatments. Right. You know, we will get to a place where this gets easier and easier to deal with. It's already, again, easier than the flu, according to the New York freaking times. And you might say, well, I don't like X treatment or Y treatment, whatever. The bottom line is the left does believe this stuff. Yeah. This is their information. That's what they think is going on. And we should encourage them to embrace that and mm-hmm. say, hey, yeah, you're right. That's why we should have any restrictions. These are your words. Yours. Yeah. Let's embrace all of that and get back to normal life. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. The Great Reset. Well, you know the book is out. Uh, and you know that the Great Reset is a real thing. It's coming for us all. We're all going to have to deal with this going forward. Uh, We've had a lot of problems over the past couple of years, but there's many more to come if we don't get this under control. Centralized government control never works out well. And when it's tied in with with corporations and stuff, it, it can be even worse. The best thing you can do for yourself and your family is to be prepared in every way that you can. One of the things you can do is invest a portion of your financial portfolio in precious metals. Now, these serve as a hedge against insanity. And insanity is the one thing the supply chain shortage is not affecting right now. This week, Goldline is offering a never-before-seen special on their Silver Maple Flex Bars. These things literally sell themselves. They've been uh, very popular, and they're extremely hard to get. So Goldline doesn't really need to run a special on them, frankly. But they want to say thanks to you because uh, you know they know how, what you stand for, and they know we need to stand together. And the bars are actually pretty freaking cool too for every single maple flex bar you acquire you will also receive one of their famous silver mind your business bars for free it's buy one get one on these two silver assets uh and it's just really really cool uh and you can get those now by calling 866 goldline it's 866 goldline or go to goldline.com goldline.com stay informed sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com You know, we were talking about the uh, Denmark thing where they're removing all restrictions. That's despite the fact, by the way, that they still have 46,000 people on average per day being infected. Yeah. And they're still removing restrictions and, and going on with life, which is what we should be doing here. And pretty much in Texas and Florida and probably a lot of Republican run states. That is happening. The one thing I can't take, though, is it's usually made by some in shape person. The argument of. Well, why don't we just all get in shape? Maybe we lost some weight. <laughs> then this would happen. You know what? We're all fat. Yeah. We all know we shouldn't be fat. 
Yeah. And we still haven't been able to handle the situation for multiple decades. What makes you think we're going to change now? Like we are all under the we, this is a situation where we live every day and we have the choice between, you know, a double cheeseburger or if we're in really good shape, it might be like sex with supermodels and we still choose the cheeseburger. Oh, yeah. Over no and over and over again. You think we're going to choose uh, to get in shape because of a, 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 a virus? No. No, we, we're not going to do that. I think it's more likely you just get the vaccine and take your chances. <laughs> yeah, uh, or just <laughs> get take your chances. Shape. Let's see, do I want to work out for a half an hour every day, six days a week? No. 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 No, I don't. No, we so. all know that that would be a better <laughs> answer, but you also, this is the United States of America you're talking about. We're going to remain fat. This is the Glenn Beck Program.